Look, Sharon Hornellstrom here. Let's talk about seven steps to follow when you find yourself in a tight spot, a fix, a jam, a pickle, a bind, a box, or any of the other 659 ways plus there are to describe being in a difficult situation, an awkward situation, maybe a threatening situation. Does that ever happen in your business or in your life? I've probably been in all type imaginable difficult and challenging situations throughout my 47 years in running different businesses and a quarter century event in corporate America. And in those times, I've learned through trial and error and lots of, lots of error, lots of trial, how to get out of those situations, what to do about those situations, how to handle not only those situations, but maybe you're in a tight spot or a jam because of a difficult person that you're dealing with, a difficult person's behavior has put you in a jam or a fix or a bind. All of these terms are pretty much interchangeable. They've been around since with respect to jam back in the 1700s. I don't think the bind, how to be in a bind came about until about 1851. And they're all from different time periods, but they all mean the same thing. They're all a way of describing, hey, I got a problem. What am I going to do about it? Well, how do you go about doing this? Lots of things that we want to do. We try to make really complicated, but there's usually just a handful or maybe seven steps to doing just about anything. So how do we accept that we're in a tough situation and what do we do about it? Number one, we acknowledge the situation. We try to avoid denial and we actually get to the point where, all right, this happened. This is the situation where we can describe the situation to ourselves without adding a whole bunch of emotion and a whole lot of other stuff, at least not at this stage. We just want to acknowledge, yep, COVID-19 happened. We can have all kinds of feelings about it. We can have all kinds of emotions about it. But the, the fact is, COVID-19 pandemic happened. Lots of reactions happened because of that political and otherwise shutdowns and mandates and craziness. But it happened. We can't deny that there was an event that happened and it totally impacted, you know, pretty much the entire planet. Number two, we want to develop a plan. We have to get an idea of, well, what are we going to do about it? We have to know what our situation is, what do we want it to be, before we can start developing a plan to handle the situation. Then we want to seek help if necessary. If we need help, if we need advice, if we need advisors, if we need um, expert or somebody that's already been there and done that, then we want to seek out and find that. Chances are you can't come up with a problem nowadays that someone else on the planet, now either living or deceased, has at some time faced. And now with the internet, it's easier than ever to get access to how they dealt with that particular situation. Uh, number five, we wanna understand and identify what we can't change. I like to do and look at the things I can't change before I do the next step, which I guess is number four was can't change. Number five is what can I change? Can I change my perspective? Can I change my point of view? Can I change my attitude? Can I change my thoughts and feelings and beliefs about this particular situation? Well, absolutely. Any of us can do that at any time that we so choose. Number six, develop some coping mechanisms and some ways of dealing with your feelings. Now we're going to get into feelings. Although we're going to feel our feelings first, we're going to try to avoid denial on the other things, clearly describe the situation, think about the things we can't and can do, develop a plan, and then get help if necessary. We're going to seek out advisors and help. And then we're going to deal with the feelings because if we don't deal with the feelings somewhere in the process, guess what? They're going to come up and they're going to sabotage all of our efforts to get out of the tight spot that we found ourselves in. And then uh, 
one of the other things I like to do, I guess this would be step seven, is focus on the upside. Focus on what you can gain in this situation. COVID-19, just like every other situation, has had a massive negative effect on many people's lives and businesses, but it's also had a massive, exponentially positive effect on other people's lives and other people's businesses. Ask yourself, what's the difference there? And how do I get from the group that's feeling bad about the situation to the group that's feeling good about the situation? By focusing on what's in it for you. Because any situation has two sides, if not thousands of sides that we can look at to determine what it means. And guess what? We get to decide what it means. Well, how is this different than dealing with a situation where you find yourself dealing with a difficult person? Pretty much the same, only it's more focused on communication. Use your communication skills. Use your conflict resolution skills. Realize that conflict shows up to show us something or teach us something. So look at it as a natural resource and a positive, not necessarily a negative. Uh, don't react. Third, deal with the feelings. When we're dealing with people, we have to deal with the feelings of the situation a lot higher up in the process, or they'll get in the way and we'll make mistakes. Um, attack the problem, not the person. Whenever you're dealing with people, 99% of the time when you have a problem, it is a system or a lack of system or process problem, not a person doing the wrong thing. At least my experience in manufacturing has taught me that. In other industries like politics, it might be just the opposite, but in manufacturing, I've learned that it's not hardly ever the person. It's situations and things that have led up to a choice that maybe somebody had to make and they didn't have all the information, or maybe they had to make because they had other conflicting priorities. But that's not their fault. That's because we set things up for them to fail in the first place. Uh, number five, protect, protect. Practice direct communication. Speak directly to the person that is a challenge. Don't talk to everybody else about it and try to figure out what to do about it. Go to the person directly and find out what's going on. Number six, look past uh, positions and look for the underlying intent and meaning and things because normally people's intentions are good especially in our businesses people intend to do a good job they intend to do the right thing so if they make a mistake let's all learn from that not beat each other up and then finally with respect to people focus on the future focus on what you really want don't focus on the individual challenges and difficulties because guess what we are all difficult people at some time or other in our businesses our lives and our careers <coughs> Excuse me. Ah, still having a cold to go off. <coughs> so, what is your experience with this particular idiom or cluster of idioms? Share in the comments below, and I will be at tomorrow with another interesting challenge and change related idiom. What does it mean? Where does it come from? And how might you use it in your business right now? Take care. Bye.